Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiro Pulse podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. Today, we're talking about random chiropractic prices. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, your host, and I'm joined in the studio with my guest host, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, random pricing. Just, just I'm going to throw a number on my adjustment and hope it makes me money. We see this all the time. We do. It's it, it, some of it's like ridiculous pricing. Some of it's oh, I think this is what the market will do. Some people do it because they think they're cheaper than everybody else around them, and they make this a competitive battle to see who can hit bottom first. Right. And that's really frustrating to me because the devaluing race is just exactly that. It's devaluing. It's devaluing the service. It takes you from being a chiropractor down to being a cheap technician because what happens is. When you start to devalue yourself, then you start to limit yourself as well. In other words, a good example, as we get into this, is not doing exams. One of my pet peeves. But <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We do we do the cheap adjustment. We don't do an exam, and now all of a sudden we have turned ourselves into some sort of carnival, some sort of carnival sideshow. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, you have and. You put your whole family at risk when you do it. So the devaluing race makes me kind of angry. And pricing should be done in a structured format. So if we're not devaluing and we are going to price structure, then how should we price structure? I mean, and I think that's a lot of people's questions. Yeah. And and you really, you know, there's an art to setting your fees. And it's mm-hmm. not just seeing what the guy down the street's doing and guy or gal, sorry not just seeing what the clinic down the street is doing and then charging $5 less. I mean, in, in the book, good to great. If you've read that, they talk about in there that good companies who discount their prices never become great companies, but great companies Mm -hmm. who don't discount their prices remain great companies. And there's a reason behind that because it's so hard to really make a profit when you're continually devaluing and lowering your price. I saw on Facebook the other day, I saw somebody was advertising. This was real. $9. For $9, you got a consultation, you got an examination, you got um, your first adjustment, you got x-rays, and you got a half hour massage. Okay. Here's here's the key, folks. What did that all cost? That cost somebody something. Whoever owns mm-hmm. the clinic was out whatever all that was minus $9. So mm-hmm. you brought a new patient in the door. Great. But now you got to make up for that money you lost. So, I mean, mm-hmm. what, what's a half hour massage cost? Let's say it's, let's just throw some numbers at it. 50 bucks and your adjustments, 50 bucks. So now we're at a hundred and let's say your x-rays are 50 bucks. Now we're at 150. and let's say your exam should be 50. Now we're at $200 that you mm-hmm. gave away and how long is it going to take you to make that back up? We've got to start thinking about what we're doing. And it's not just about seeing how many new patients we can cram on the front door because we gave everything away. We have to think from a profitability standpoint. And I'm here to tell you, doctors, it's okay for chiropractors to turn a profit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to repeat that. It's okay, doctors, for chiropractors to turn a profit. You're supposed to turn a profit unless you're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and you're probably not. So we've got to actually put some strategy behind our pricing. So first, 
First, you have to know what your overhead is. You have to know what your cost to deliver care is. If you don't know what your cost to deliver care is, you can't set your fees. And and that Mm -hmm. right there is the end of the podcast. Seriously. Yeah. And I'll get on my high horse on this subject, but um, (laughs) you've got to think like a business person. So let's take off the doctor hat. Let's take off the promotion hat and let's put our green accountant bill on for just a little bit every once in a while and really look at the financial side of the practice. So, and if you don't know how to do this, this is what we do for clients. We help them with this kind of strategy so so that they're profitable. So call us if you don't understand how to do this. It's fine if you don't. Mm-hmm. But you, you've got to you've got to dig in and look at the numbers side of your practice. Okay. So if you don't set your pricing so that you can actually make money, then you're going to go broke. And th- this is why I, I can't remember the exact number, so don't quote me on this, but it's something like 70 or 80% of new businesses go under in the first three years. And it's mm-hmm. because they don't know how to set their pricing and they don't know how to engage patrons in our case, cl- or in our case, uh, patients, they don't mm-hmm. know how to engage to get people to find value. I'm going to come back to what you said to find value in your services. And when you give it away for nine bucks, nobody ever will. Well, that's a lot of the cookie cutter approach that a lot of, a, a lot of coaches and consulting groups have taught over the years is this give it all away free up front and make it up on the back end. And in reality, what happens is you give it away for free and consumers are smart enough to realize that, hey, if there's no string attached, it's kind of like when I get a gym membership. Oh, it's a $9 starter fee. Yeah. Uh, okay, what's on the back side of that? Oh, I have to sign a three-year commitment that I'm tied into and literally they're going to take me to court if I don't pay $45 a month for the next three years. So I know that there's something on the backside of that. As chiropractors, we have some sort of crazy notion that we can give an offer for next to nothing out there, which I believe cheapens us in a lot of cases anyway. Mm-hmm. And then there's no string attached for that person to ever for you to recoup what you've lost at the front end. Right. So those people are smart enough to know that after the first couple of visits, they just don't answer your phone call anymore and they don't come back in and they're off to the next special, especially in large cities, because everybody's running some sort of $9, $18, $25 special. And so what they do is they'll come see you for a couple of visits and then they'll rotate to the next $18 special. Sure. And to the next, end of the next. Well, why wouldn't they? Sure. There's no reason not yeah. to. Well, here's and here's what I see as a reason not to. You have to differentiate yourself. So if we're going to set pricing, first thing we have to have is headspace correct. Here's where your headspace has to be correct. Do you want to be, and and I, I, I hate to use terminology of different stores because I don't want stores to feel steepened by this, but what is Dollar General's approach? Dollar General is Dollar General, right? It's it, they have a lot of stuff. It's pretty cheap and it's really easy to access. Yeah. And that's their niche. Uh, that's their niche. Now, if I say uh, Macy's, does that invoke a little? Do you think that you're going to go to Macy's and, and get uh, a, a 99 cent Halloween decoration or buy one, get five free? No. 
No, you don't expect that at all. Unless it's 10 weeks after Halloween. Yeah, you're expecting to pay premium price when you walk into Macy's for anything, right? Yep. So that's, I expect a premium price, but I expect a premium product for that price. So there's an expectation when I walk through the door. So as a chiropractor, if I create a premium expectation and I could deliver a premium expectation, you and I both know what we're talking about there because you did the exact same thing in Sedalia, Missouri. You walked in and said, I'm going to charge what I charge and what's a fair and reasonable amount, but I'm going to produce phenomenal results for my patients. In other words, not saying you're waving the magic wand and I can get somebody better faster than you can, but I'm going to provide a a superior patient experience while they're in my practice. That's that's one of the keys right there is the the patient experience. We need to take a a quick little break for a word from our sponsor. And I want to come back to that that experience. And I also want to talk about volume a little bit when we come back. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we're talking about random chiropractic pricing in your practice and how you have to have a better strategy so that you can be profitable and know that you're going to be profitable. So we'll come right back here in just a minute and pick back up on this topic. Here's a quick message from our sponsor, Katz Chiropractic Business Advisors. We'll be right back. Is your team dropping the ball? Do you have your go-to person who always has the ball? Is your team trained and ready for what daily practice throws at them? Can you depend on your team to catch the training on their own? Let us help you hit it out of the park. We We want want to be be your coach. All right, everybody, we are back. You've tuned into the KC Cairo Pulse podcast. We're talking about how we develop strategy to set our prices in our practices. And Troy, you you mentioned a couple of things. I want to come back to Dollar General for just a second, because mm-hmm. how does Dollar General become so profitable? Here, here they sell dollar things and $2 things and $5 things. I've never been in one, but you know, I, right. that, that's my understanding of it. Mm-hmm. They do it on volume. Okay. So if you're going to be a low priced chiropractic clinic, and, and we're not saying there's anything wrong with that necessarily, mm-hmm. we want you to be profitable. Okay. So right. to get profitable in a low volume chiropractic clinic, the lower the volume or the, sorry, the lower priced chiropractic clinic, the lower the price, the higher your volume has to be. Mm-hmm. So now you have to think mm-hmm. about your capacity. And there's two capacities. There's the physical plant capacity, and there's the physical capacity of the doctor. How many patients mm-hmm. can you see? Now, Troy, you and I used to see a lot of patients every yeah. month in our practices, and we, and we both paid for we both paid for it physically. Yeah. So you got to decide what you're willing to do for sure. Yeah, and there, there's no way now <clears throat> at 39 years old that uh, <laughs> I, I could go back to seeing 2,000 patients a month. There's there's just no right. way I physically couldn't do it anymore. And mm-hmm. so you have to think about that bell curve of human capacity in your practice, and can you sustain that? And yeah. the, the answer, for the most part, is no. So it's really hard to be the dollar general type chiropractic practice unless you really set it up right and really have a lot of a lot of doctors involved. Mm-hmm. Now, the the other side of that is we've got to learn how to sell value. And I know I just said a dirty four-letter word, sell. Sell, sell, sell. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening just passed out. Yep. 
if you're going to be in business, I don't care what business you're in, you have to learn the art of selling. And it just, it's part of it. And when I say selling, I'm really just talking about patient communication. I'm not talking about forcing people to buy things they don't want or need. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how to help patients understand the need for care and that your care plan recommendations are what they need and how it fits that need. You know, I like to look at this as an example. Look at financial services. Do you feel like that, well, and maybe not in this market, you don't feel like your financial advisor is doing as great a job just because markets go up and down and we like to blame our financial advisors when <laughs> yeah. markets aren't making money, but they provide a service and it, there's a value to that service because they give me an entry to the market that I don't have otherwise. They do it simply for me. I can do things over the phone, but the entry into that is they're selling me on their service or product or or their their company, whether that be a whether that be an American Express or an Edward Jones or you know whoever Charles Schwab, whoever that may be, they're selling me on that company and that service, selling me on that. Even though they're financial, remember financial people don't sell; they just basically lead you in the right direction to help you. Right? We all sell. It doesn't matter. So I even look at financial services and go, even as smooth and as subtle as they are, they're still selling. You have to sell yourself every day. Every and day. even if it's in the way that you portray yourself, you're selling yourself. So every I don't day. think selling's a bad word. I think it's been taught as a bad word because most people have associated in chiropractic selling with cheapening our prices. And and then it does become a dirty word, in my opinion, at that point. Yeah. And that, that's that's not what it's about at all. So I, I'm going to challenge you guys out there for just a second. If you're seeing a lot of patients not complete care, if you're seeing a lot of patients drop out, if you're seeing a lot of patients leave you after the first, second, third visit, if you're seeing a lot of patients not converting into wellness, I can tell you exactly what it is. Write this down. Mm -hmm. It's your communication strategy. And it's not just yours. Whoa. No, big thing. It's not just yours. It's also your staff. And so mm -hmm. somewhere along the way, you become very discongruent with your uh, communication in the office, and you're not helping patients understand why they need care, that you're not helping patients understand that you understand their condition, that you know how to treat it, that and that you know how long it's going to take. Now, obviously, we don't know how long it's going to take, but we can give rough parameters if we've been in practice for any amount of time at all. And if you're a new doc in practice, that's fine. Call somebody you know who's been in practice for a little while. Call call your old clinician or something and, and ask, mm -hmm. hey, I've got this case. It's nine out of 10 pain. There's spondylolisthesis. There's sciatica. How long should I expect to treat that person? There's there's also great research in chiropractic. You know, you can go to Compass and there, there's all kinds of places you can go and you can find a lot of the parameters. F4CP has some of it too. So number one, don't be afraid to make good sound recommendations for the patient. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. to charge for your services. Understand how to create a pricing strategy that makes sense in your practice. And here's another component. It has to be simple for patients. Mm -hmm. I see docs create all these packages and, you know, if you're Shoe size is a 10 and a half. You can have this package or this package. And, you know, it, it's just so complicated. Make it simple. Make it super simple. 
and create a good cash program, legal cash program in your practice by using mm-hmm. Cairo Health USA or some program like that so that you can create an option for patients, especially when they get to maintenance. This is how you make it easy. So we all want to hit the easy button. That's the easy button. Yeah. Create a simple pricing strategy. Make sure you're profitable. Give good recommendations to patients be, and be confident in all that. I want to drop back for just a second. Yeah. And the reason the reason that we brought up the communication strategies is because that takes the pressure off of your pricing structure. And what I mean by that is this. I so have true. above a 95% retention rate. There's only one way you get there. Yep. That's by having good communication with your patient. It doesn't mean I sit and chit chat about the weather. It means my patients understand why they're getting care. I even question people that are wellness patients that say, I just want to come in and see you to get adjusted periodically, monthly, weekly, two weeks, whatever, because I know that I am healthier when I do that. Okay. How does that make you healthier? That's the first question I ask. And what happens if you don't get adjusted? What are the detrimental effects to that? I get a deer caught in the headlights look, and that gives me the opportunity then to communicate to the patient what I really know about chiropractic care and how it works. And when I get done, they're blown away. All of a sudden, they understand what I understand, and now they know the secret, they're going to get care. And they're all about getting care. But now I put it back in their hands, and they pick the reins, and they ride that like a show pony at that point, because that is what they're going to do once they learn what proper chiropractic care can do for them and what improper care will do to their spine long-term. So communication puts me in a position of high retention. Guess how worried I am about new patients? Not, not much. Not much. Not, a, not much at all. And that's yes. the thing. When, when, you got, when you have high dropouts, you are a slave to new patients. And yeah. that, that's oh, yeah. where the $9 promotion comes from because yeah. you, you just know you've got to have more people coming in the door. Yeah. So now my pressure's off on new patients. Now how much pressure do I have on the adjustment when my schedule's full every day of the week. Yep. Not very much. Now, now what I have to do is exactly what we talked about before. Look at the economy of your practice, what it takes you to survive. In other words, what, it, what does it take to break even? And then we work from there. Now, should I be in the same, should, should I say, well, gee, it only costs me $3,000 a month to be, to keep my head above water. So I'm going to charge $9.53 in adjustment because I'll make a dollar in adjustment. But everybody else is charging $35 around me. No. So that's why when it comes to pricing structures, there's a few things involved. But if you have communication and retention, it changes the whole game from a standpoint of how intense it gets when you start to put pricing together. Yep. And when you retain patients like that, you know, we, we have the same retention rate. When you mm-hmm. retain patients like that, your practice grows so fast. Your profitability grows so fast. And then, then there's all kinds, the, Pandora's box opens up to you at that point. And mm-hmm. you can create mm-hmm. so much economic stability in your practice and profitability. And when that happens, you're making you're you're taking home a great salary. You're you're making a doctor's salary. So I want you mm-hmm. to think about that and think about where you're priced right now in your practice. And is it a strategy that's actually creating profitability for your practice? If it's not, and you've been in practice 
I don't know, maybe three years or longer. If it's not working, give us a call. This this is the kind of stuff that we help clients with every single day. Mm -hmm. So go to catsconsultants.com. It's cats with a K. You probably know that. Go to catsconsultants.com and check out what we do. There's even some free downloads on there. So yeah, let's get engaged in your practice and make it right. And, and listen in to us the next few uh, podcasts as well, because here's the problem. We just opened Pandora's box. Yeah, we I mean, literally, we got on here to talk about pricing structure and like random versus we didn't even touch the surface of it because there's so many rabbit holes you can go down with this to create what you want out of this. And we kind of know the formula. There's some complexity to it, but yet the individual components are really simple to do. But once you take all those individual components and create that complexity, you can create a really good pricing structure that's involved with communication with patients, a full practice, getting to go on vacation when you want to, because A, you can afford it. B, your patients want you to go on vacation. I'm leaving here in two or three weeks. My patients are excited for me to leave and we're scheduling on, I'm literally triaging patients right now because I can't get them all in early. I just don't have room in my schedule. Triaging patients, deciding who gets to come in before I leave on vacation and who has to add three or four days between this visit and next visit and end up seeing me in the next week because I've run out of space. I don't have any place to go unless I want to work till midnight and I'm not going to. So there we go. So we opened up basically Pandora's box, and I'm sure we're going to have three or four follow-up podcasts that tie into what we just talked about today, because I'm excited. There's so much that we can talk about with this that's going to help docs out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And by the way, I'm excited for you to go on vacation, too, because I may be joining you. Yeah, Yeah, you may be. That'd be great. (laughs) So, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. So be sure, like Dr. Troy said, be sure to tune in next week because I think we're going to be talking about this, this for a while. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya.